Hello, I'm Jack Snow, and we are The Resistance. Welcome to our podcast, The Avalanche of Resistance, where you'll hear reports about vital grassroots activism across the web and beyond. Thousands turned out around the world to march in support of science. In London, in Greenland, Berlin, Tokyo, Dublin, Sydney, and Melbourne. From Portland, Maine to San Diego, California. From Miami, Florida to Anchorage, Alaska. From six continents around the world. And even from the briny deep, people turned out to march for science. There weren't the hundreds of thousands that packed major U.S. cities for the Women's March. But taken together, the tens of thousands that attended the satellite marches worldwide translated into hundreds of thousands of voices across the globe, rising up to speak data to demagoguery, evidence to alternative facts, and just plain truth to power. All politics is local. That's where our activism takes place. It's where we live with the consequences of policy, and it's where we are when engaging in our civic duties. I attended a satellite march in Riverside, California. According to the Facebook event page, at least 713 attended the march, with at least another 624 expressing interest. While I personally can't verify the numbers, I would say that 713 is likely a conservative estimate. Several people who attended the march did so by word of mouth. We will watch as this story unfolds to provide numbers as they become available. The crowd wasn't as large as the Women's March on January 22, 2017. 3,000 people turned out in support of the Women's March that day in Riverside. At best, the Science March was attended by a third that number. But this was an important event, if not punctuated by the number of people, then by those who came and by those who spoke in support of it. Pete Aguilar of San Bernardino represents the 31st Congressional District. It's an honor to be here with you today. Thank you for coming out and for marching for science. This is so important. I don't know about you, but I like my government like I like my isotopes. Stable. <laughs> but over the last eight years, we've come a long way. We've acknowledged where we've been. We've acknowledged the work that we have to do. But more importantly, we know that the work ahead is going to be tough. And we know that this EPA administrator and this administration is not going to help us. We know that they don't believe in this. This may be an alternative fact for them, but this is real life for Inland Empire families. We know that our health, our climate, and our planet is uncompromising. We know that this is important. Thank you so much for being here. We have plenty of work to do, but we can only do it together. If you raise your voices, if you continue marching, if you continue working together, hold your elected officials accountable. Let's make sure that we're putting science first, that we're letting this fact speak for themselves, that we're putting our country, our world, our climate, and our community first. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so proud to kick this off with you. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to stand for fact. Thank you so much. Thank you all of you for being here. At City Hall at the end of the march, I was able to convince a person attending to grant me an interview. What brings you out today? Well, I am a author and illustrator of natural history books for kids, and I think you have to get them involved in recognizing the science factual from as young as age as possible. What do you think is going to be accomplished by the science march today? I think it's just making people aware that, you know, what they're hearing in the news from Washington about how things like climate change is a hoax, that's all absolutely false. And with people coming out like this, it just shows those people that are climate change deniers, there's people that accept the factual nature of science and all that goes with it. 
A postdoctoral scholar at the University of California, Riverside, Michelle Duenas, spoke about the Republican Party media, Fox News and others, as well as how elected Republicans have played the victim of a fictive attack on the Christian right, while at the same time attacking science with demagogic appeals to their base. Evolutionary biology has been uniquely under attack since the publication of The Origin of Species. Science is not partisan, but is often attacked by people who feel threatened by its conclusions. It needs to be defended from misinterpretations that make it seem partisan. And so today I march to demonstrate that science does not have an agenda. Science is built upon rigorous testing, discussion, and debate, and strives above all else to reveal knowledge and understanding of the world around us. A member of the UC Riverside Medical School faculty spoke about the importance of science in combating rising threats of disease, such as Zika virus. My name is Mira Nair, and I'm an assistant professor at the medical school at UC Riverside. If anyone really concerns um, about the devastating consequences of Zika virus infections for unborn babies, Former Riverside Mayor Ron Loveridge recalled Southern California's unique experience with pollution and how science and public policy has helped to correct the problem. The litmus test of politics is voting with your feet. It is showing up. You have done so. Science is the center ring of this nation's progress, both for economic development and quality of life. Using the language of Donald Trump, science is what made America great. Let me just conclude by offering a personal example of the importance of science and its funding by the federal government. Small, bad air. When I came to Riverside in 1965, small was terrible. You can feel smog in your lungs. There were nearly daily smog alerts. In every call and small group, residents said it was the most pressing problem they faced. Now, take a look. Look around you. Look at the sky. So we turned out. In tens of thousands, in 600 cities around the world, we came for science. For clean air, for research into threats of disease, for the very continuation of evidence-based science to assert the primacy of data over dogma. Politicians and professors, teachers and students, environmentalists and concerned citizens. And of course, the resistance was there too. We made our point. The papers wrote about our cause, and we trended for a day in the social media. But can we keep it going? It's clear that all of you understand how important science is. But now, let's gain momentum. Please go and talk to your friends, your neighbors, your community. Show them how important science is. Science, not silence. The avalanche of resistance must continue. To prevent the abandonment of the climate change accord, to keep our air and water clean from Riverside, California to Flint, Michigan, to continue research into diseases both established and emerging. All politics is local, but the science that builds our economies and keeps us healthy must be defended from City Hall to Capitol Hill. 
Our movement must grow. We close today with remarks from the individual who granted me an interview in Riverside. I'm Tim, and I am for science and the resistance.